0: This is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio and he's Stargate. We're on BBS Radio, Rumble, Telegram, uh, VMO, uh, so, many, so many different outlets in there. Just type in he's Stargate or my name or As You Wish Talk Radio, and it'll all come up. But uh, be sure and share these with your friends, too. There's a lot of information coming out now that I think is really important. and And I think the question and answers we do are real important right now because people are being... Uh, kind of <laughs> led all over the place, trying to figure things out and we we really uh wish that people would get their own information from within but uh uh anyway enough that enough of that but uh the ranch is in process of getting back online we lost all internet communication with the occasional power outages due to ice storms and heavy snow, so again, be patient with this. we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, if you feel like uh, your communication didn't go through, be sure and, and send us another communication or an email or text or whatever. So uh, so anyway, we're we're going to be back up soon. We're partially back, and the rest is going get, to get back up real soon. But uh, our little John Deere tractor just can't keep up with the demands of winter. So we're setting up a donation link to help with winter repairs and to secure a larger Kubota tractor. With a snowblower, just so we can keep the the road open to get to the the ranch. You know, in the past winters we've been completely completely isolated. You know, snowed in for days and weeks with no way to get food or supplies and animal feed, et cetera. And and this will finally alleviate the problem. It, sometimes it takes me days to to dig out because we can't plow out. We have to dig out sometimes. And one year we had twelve feet of snow. It looked like a tunnel. So anyway, we need to upgrade our system a little bit so we can get in and out and uh, and take care of the other necessities on the ranch and to be open. We're shooting for uh, May to reopen. And so just go to uh, org for more information. We'll let you know when we're going to be opening and and uh, we'll have a better timeline. But I would look at, you know, May or definitely by June we should be open. So the latest uh, Hawaii footage also has gone viral, and there's much more to come. I have a lot more that hasn't been downloaded, but uh, you know, this footage, along with the previous 40 years of verifiable contact, is undeniable proof we're not alone. Uh, very spiritually and technologically advanced off-world visitors, uh, our ancient ancestors, and our inner Earth friends are helping in the awakening and healing, you know, and planetary liberation of humanity and the Earth. So uh, I want to re- re- repeat that, let this sink in. 40 years of demonstrating contact, photos, videos, thousands of eyewitnesses, and the ships appearing exactly when and where they say they will cannot be refuted by any reasonable mind, which brings us to, you know, the unreasonable of the shills and others with hidden agendas and the controlled narrative. So so again, um, you know, when we talk about you know the extreme censorship coming from the highest levels in the UFO community, the most famous names in TV shows, and documentaries that are all participating in the controlled narrative. It's undeniable now, and uh, there's some continuing the censorship lies and deceptions after firsthand knowledge of personally witnessing the off-world interac- interaction at Hisseti and. And this brings us to the, the, you know, the poser versus the authentic wars going on, which are in full swing. So there's a lot to that story. I actually writing a book about it, and it's going to cover that whole thing about what's really going on. So use extreme discernment and do your own research and make your own contact. You know, it's imperative in the days to come that uh, we don't uh, give our power away to, to others, which seem to be misleading us quite a bit lately. So a lot of people are in it. For a lot of different reasons. A lot of it's money, fame, and and the narrative is controlled. And the last thing they want is very spiritual and technologically advanced beings to come into play because then it'd be an end of the control game. So again, that controlled narrative is 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 extreme and it's uh goes right up to the top. So you know, you'll find out more from the kids that are having contacts than you are from any of these movies coming out, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or documentaries. It's so funny, I see these documentaries, like, oh, not him again, not him again. Oh, here we go, 75-year-old story, they're retelling it. It's like, come on, guys, they're here now, we know who they are, we know why they're here, we know their different agendas, and we know about their cultures and everything, we know what they look like, you know, we have all that information, so Let's stop showing fuzzy tic-tacks and acting like it's important, you know, because it's not. So, anyway, now for the news: a Chinese spy balloon that could have EMP technology, the size of three school buses, has been traversing the US for weeks. Uh, now another one has been spotted. And these balloons have been seen over sensitive military bases, nuclear missile bases. Other top secret facilities, Air Force says, we're observing it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Okay. Um, huh. Uh, yeah, there's a rumor that uh, one of the balloons has uh, happy birthday, Eric Swallow written on its side. But uh, I thought that was kind of funny. That was a meme. But the irony of this is that they've been observing it over Canada, over the oceans before it entered U.S. airspace and did nothing. You know, still are doing nothing. It makes one wonder just who controls the Air Force. Makes one wonder who controls our president, you know. So where's the benefit of foreign governments coming and going unchecked in our airspace, you know? Uh, you know, Biden said it's just the Chinese saying that they've got inflation under control. <laughs> so, you <they> know, <laughs> how to inflate those weather balloons. <laughs> but anyway, a top official in Pfizer admits to gain a function, changing the name to Directed Evolution. And this is Veritas brought this story out. James O'Keefe, great work there. And uh, they're mutating viruses in the human genome. And according to this researcher, and uh, how did that work out in Wuhan lab in China? You know, it didn't work out too good. Too good. They also said they're creating the vaccines for these mutated viruses. Let that sink in. No need for vaccines unless the mutated virus gets loose. And uh, much, you know, this has been going on for a long, long time, folks, uh, mutating viruses and releasing them. And then, and the, you know, it's all problem, solution, reaction, you know, set so a whole Hegelian dialect going on. Anyway, according to the medical group, NAC and bromelain unfolds the spike proteins of the COVID-19 and in the vaccines, making it go away. There's your answer. There's another research that shows colloidal gold destroys any nanobots or the other things in these things. So these are not prescriptions, not practice in medicine, just research. Uh, other top research concerning the yolks of eggs also blocked the binding of multiple SARS and COVID-2 spike protein variants. So have you noticed the price of eggs lately and how the biggest chicken farms are going up in smoke? Uh, chickens being culled and, and now Gates just introduced fake eggs. So heavily invested in fake eggs, fake meat, fake everything. He wants us to eat plastic and bugs. So anyway, 97 major food process plants have been shut down. And so there's no, uh, all these shortages are planned, basically. So, you know, pay attention. Top CDC official, Carol Baker, said concerning the unvaccinated and those resisting the vaccine, we will just have to get rid of all the whites in the U.S. And according to her photo, she looks pretty white to me. She's got red hair and white skin, you know. So uh, this is another example of the bias and logic and dumb And dumb spelled with the D-U-M-B at the end. But uh, anyway, this this socially engineered administration is, is, there's no logic with these people anymore. There's no science. There's no logic. It, it's, it's unbelievable i I feel like I'm on an alien planet, so like I got dropped off on some other world lately because uh you know on this planet right now, two and two is twelve, and that twelve is free, <laughs> you know, so I don't it's kind of weird anyway top top general in the Ukrainian army this is going around he's a whistleblower on how the CIA is backing starting and perpetuating these wars they're Persecuting any Russian speaking civilians, raiding houses, rounding up men, taking them from their families, and forcing them to fight. And there's also been weaponized biolabs, some with Hunter Biden in the paperwork. There's child and sex trafficking, organ harvesting facilities, too numerous to mention, and they've all been uncovered by the Russian army, but you're not hearing about any of this stuff. The Ukrainian army is also replete with no Nazis. The Azov battalion admitted Nazis. They've been caught doing horrendous acts of civilians, including burning Christian Russians on a cross. Uh, we're not making this up, and you're not going to hear about this in mainstream news. And it's sad, but uh, there's about 500 billion answers why you're not hearing about it. And uh, financing Nazis is against international law. It's a war crime. So uh, we might want to start looking at our administration and those who are are doing this. Anyway, th- there's a Ukrainian defense minister who was caught with millions of stashed cash in uh, anti-corruption raids. So it looks like there's a few honest folks left in Ukraine, and uh, and they're catching these top administrators that have taken the payoffs and and they've got millions stashed, you know, in cash. So a lot of that five hundred billion dollars that's been going over there uh, is is stashed in cash and and so they can keep with their agenda going they really want world war three that's where they're trying to take us so and uh, there's more proof that ukraine is just a big slush fund with corrupt politicians you know making millions if not billions both here and in ukraine so that money could be well spent on our own infrastructure the homeless the the de-escalation of crime securing our own borders and stopping the child sex and drug trafficking you know, I think our FBI should be working on that as a priority versus going after school board people, you know, people protesting, things like that. Anyway, uh, it looks like the president administration has lost all moral compass and has their priorities backwards. You know, it's it's sad, but that's where we're at right now. I think things are going to change here pretty quick, though. It, that's feeling I get is there's going to be a big flip. Uh, UFOs and other phenomena are being seen around the world. The activities off the scale, so are the solar flares and the human resonance, and it's all connected. It's part of this big cycle that we're in, and it's all coming together. Uh, researchers reveal new shape shifting robots that can turn themselves into liquid and reform moving through locked cages. That's pretty creepy. Um, Terminators becoming more and more real. And uh, a new South Korean study shows that people who still wear masks are either really ugly or really stupid. And this is is a scientific study, don't blame me, in South Korea. So uh, they just took off their mandates and everything. So maybe they want to start seeing faces again. I don't know. That'd be great. But uh, uh, I think they said this on Fox News, too. They did a Fox News story on this one. But... uh, uh, you know, it's sad. You know, I I just when I see people wearing masks now, and I think if you are sick, uh, maybe it's a good idea to wear a mask so you don't, you know, cough or throw throw stuff out on others or something. If you want, if you're really sick or whatever, but and if you're really ugly, if you want to wear a mask, that's okay too, <laughs> you know. But it does make you look really stupid. I hate to say you might just write socially engineered. I didn't do the research on your forehead you know, because pretty much masks don't work. So anyway, that's the news and uh, trying to bring some levity to this, but we are on a messed up planet right now. So we're going to go straight into the questions now. Uh, That blows me away. I watched this shape-shifting robot actually get out of this cage and he just like turned himself in the liquid and came out and then reassembled himself. And and I'm just going, oh, my God, maybe that's what they're putting in the jab. (laughs) Who knows? But uh, there's some weird stuff in the jab. But anyway, let's go on. So Kathy's going to help me here, my lovely assistant, with the questions. And uh, some of these questions, um, I'm just giving you my opinion on them. I'm not saying, I mean, I've had 40, 40 years of research into this stuff. And been watching this. And that's that's all I can add to it. And I, I can't say I'm always right. Um, although I have been always right. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake in 1968 when I admitted to one that I didn't really make. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we'll see. I, I think truth is should never be fixed. It, it should always be flexible. And as more information comes in, that truth changes. So right now, everything we've been told that we used to consider truth is wrong, and, and now we're gonna see that our whole history, everything, our our, our whole foundation is gonna get turned upside down and it's not what we've been told. So, anyway, let's go on with the questions. Are we all contactees? Are we all contactees? That's an interesting question. Okay, let me tell you something about this. We have the DNA of the gods. And, and actually, Yahweh is written into our DNA. And uh, DNA is always communicating. So we're always being contacted. The question is, are we listening? So it's not a matter of... It's are you meditating? Are you doing your time? Are you doing your, uh, you doing your spiritual releases? You know, releasing the wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions from past experience? Are you raising your frequencies? Are you actually setting time to to make your own personal contact with creator and the higher dimensional beings? Uh, And that's the difference. You know, some people have, some people came in wide open too. So uh, everything is always communicating. And that's the thing, the division game that they perpetuated is throughout everything. It's throughout social consciousness. So we're always being contacted. These beings are just a loving, joyous thought away
1: and we have to initiate it. And that's the important thing. We have to initiate it. By the population focusing on all the negative things going on, are we bringing it into our being by our combined energies? Ooh, is that a shame guilt thing? No, <laughs> after just reading the news.
0: <laughs> so um, No, it, it's interesting. That's a two-edged sword because we magnetize people and events to us according to our consciousness. But also enlightenment means being in knowledge of the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, you know, the whole enchilada. And we can observe things with loving detachment and without judgment and not get emotionally caught up in these things and talk about them. That's the trick. If you can't, you haven't mastered your emotions yet. And so... It's very, very important to practice loving detachment, realize these things are happening. Don't be a victim. Don't get caught up in that victim consciousness. And and then you can be very clear-headed when things have come your way. And you can say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done at the time. So it's in your life. It's there for a reason, and you need to deal with it. So, you know, it's like you can't – it's almost like if you get a cut on your leg. You know, here in the jungle, you know, you get cut. It can go septic really fast. You can lose the leg. You know, so you can ignore it and go, "Oh, everything is good. Everything is God," and uh, and and your leg is going to get worse and worse. And pretty soon, you got gangrene, and you, you go, "No, I'm perfectly healthy, whole. I'm healthy," and and then you're dead. You know, so and and when you do take uh, peroxide or something, you put it on there you're killing a whole civilization of of bacteria and things like that, that really wants to kill you. So, so it's a necessity. It's sometimes, you know, the, the llamas and the yogis talk about this, you know, a lot of them said, you, you have to, you know, sometimes there is pest control. Sometimes you have to do certain things to preserve yourself and the body. There's self-preservation things we have to do. And uh, some, some are real strict. They won't, harm any living thing, you know, but you can't walk on grass without harming living things, you know. If you eat animal, plants, plants are conscious, they talk, they communicate, you know. So, you know, we need to start looking at things differently, you know, try try to have a very light footprint as much as you can, but uh you know, you have to partake of some things and do certain things to
1: to maintain yourself on the on the planet. I've heard some 12D Pleiadians are bad. Is that possible in a high, in such a higher dimension?
0: Well, the 12D negative Pleiadians are warring with the 47D negative <laughs> Pleiadians. <laughs> and they kind of canceled themselves out. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, come on, guys. There, there, there's there's a lot of stories out there. And a lot of them are based on fear. And if you, the more fearful, the more crazy the story, the more people listen to you. And uh I tell you, I haven't run into the negative Palladians. I, I've seen nothing but beautiful Palladians, the ones I've dealt with. I know when you talk about Palladians, some are coming from the past. And that they, they were there were Palladian warriors in the past. And they had to they had to, you know, most of them have a code and they have a thing to go by. And then there's other Palladians that are just so loving and so joyous they can't even comprehend negativity it's not part of the reality so and that's a wide spectrum there and there's there's Pleiadians working in 40 5d 60 there's 70 Pleiadians that are coming in and and again I believe something differently I really believe once you get into the fifth you're in unity consciousness and you don't really behave that way and so there's all these like thirty-seven d reptilians coming to you know for human peel off. You know first of all if they're that high why would they want to eat 3D? I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, I don't think they could even partake in 3D. You yeah. know, it's like, so come on, you know, this it's just getting really crazy. There's just so many stories and victim stories. And I'm I will protect you and my being's bigger, my God's bigger than your God. And and this has all got to come to an end basically, but because uh you know the only thing I've seen, I saw some beings that fell from 5d which was really interesting and they got hooked up in some weird ai and and they could no longer get back into 5d and they were screwing with people they're like darth vaders that chose they were very highly evolved at one time and they fell and that's you know the ancient anunnaki were that day some of those guys were highly evolved beings and they fell you know some got into turf wars and and they started dividing you know into families and And, uh, you know, know, so that's been going on for a long time, but I don't know, I would just, you know, I used to teach channeling back, I hate to say in the late 70s and early 80s, I was teaching channeling and I stopped doing it because it got so corrupted and people were not clearing the unseen negative influences or letting their own stuff come into the channeling they weren't using safeguards for pure channeling and it just got really convoluted. And so I just, I said, you know what, I'm going to just teach people to get their own personal information. And I'm really going to focus on empowering the individual to get their own information from here on out, because I saw how convoluted things went. And uh, so anyway, just always use discernment.
1: Is it true that pork is a combination of an animal and a human? And is it been an experiment to have us eat ourselves and like it? I've heard about that. I've heard about, you know, don't eat pork and don't eat
0: hoofed animals or cloven hooves. Uh, There's all these religious things about that. Uh, Scientifically, you know, the the genetics of, of pigs are very compatible with human genetics. They used to use, you know, pig parts and to repair humans a long time, a while ago, a long time ago, and they might still be doing it. I don't know. Uh, But uh, there's a lot of that going on, but they, they are very close to, to the human experience. Uh, Pigs are smart too. They're really smart. And uh, the, uh, um, I really don't think eating pork is, has some weird agenda behind it. There are other weird agenda, but like you know, like using the the human embryos for sweeteners and soft drinks and things like that going on that I think that fits right into that program but you know like like a lot of the elders here the Hawaiian elders they eat pork and and they're prolific they're every and if you don't start taking care of the pigs I mean they will just eat everything they just consume everything tear up everything so uh it's about balance but uh you know, a lot of these Hawaiian elders and stuff, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they're, were, they were cannibals or they were, uh, although there's some ancient history about cannibal, cannibalism on certain islands. But uh, I know if you eat uh, human flesh, you're going to get like Kuru and these, a lot of the, the top leadership has that Kuru disease. You see them, they start shaking and looking up and just weird stuff happening to them so uh and i don't think that comes from pork you can get trichinosis from pork you have to cook it really well but yeah it's you know it's all about individual i wouldn't i think there's one thing worse than eating pork would be condemning another person's meal you know so and and a culture
1: i hear that the milky way is or was a soul trap like getting born again and again the many lives we have lived is that cleaned up is that true Thank you for helping us understand things we don't know.
0: I think we are our own worst soul trap. It's whatever we identify with. If we identify with the body and the personality and we're very, um, oh God, what's the word where you're uh, attached. You're very attached to the physical and, you know, your personality self and all that stuff. You don't go anywhere. I mean, you're just going to go on the loop and pop right back in again. If you know your uh, spirit having a physical experience, then you're going to go to a spiritual plane. If you know you came from the Pleiades or you've had lifetimes in the Pleiades, the Orion Council of Light or the Arcturians or, or Syrians or things like that, then probably you'll return there. You know, that's a lot of times that's where your main family is. So I think the biggest soul trap is our own consciousness and uh, and if you are operating from a very low frequency, you can probably be manipulated. But uh, I think the soul is very powerful. And when it's awakened, it
1: can go wherever it wants to go. And I don't think anybody can stop it. Who or what is controlling the NPCs? What was that again? Non- non-participating non-participating uh, NPCs. Non-participating NPCs it means a person that doesn't have a mind of their own. Yeah. Can't yeah. Think for themselves.
0: Yeah. They're, those are people that don't have a mind of their own. They, they, they're not participating and they can't think for themselves basically. And who controls them? Um, you know, right now I would say, you know, when you go into the third world countries, a lot of those people are very close to nature. They're very, and they see right through the bullshit, excuse my language, but, uh, you know, I like that guy when he did that What is a Woman uh, series, and he went to Africa, and then the member going, ah, laughing, you know, and uh, they're going, what?
1: <laughs> you know, why
0: are you even asking? And so, and so a lot of this is all social engineered nonsense. Again, all the divisions we're experiencing, the religious divisions, the culture divisions, the gender divisions, all of these things are by design. And they're by the Illuminati, the controllers, whoever you want to call them. And these guys are actually hooked into some very dark beings on the other side. So it's a multidimensional problem. And all these divisions are created by these groups. And we have to get away from that. What was the question again? Like I think I got, who is
1: controlling Yeah, who,
0: that's who's controlling, basically. It's a multidimensional control thing. And what's nice is that there's been massive wars. There's been explosions in the sky there's the 4D is just huge uh, bleed throughs with a fourth dimension where it's being cleaned up and war's going on there. So a lot of this is all being cleaned up and they have their, their little robots that are just basically vessels down here. They've been taken over by these other demonic or reptilian or gray forces or, or whatever you want to call them. And, uh, and they're kind of control. They own the, the mainstream news. They own, the major uh, business organizations they own the pol- most of politicians and and uh, but that's all being unwound right now. It's all going through a huge change, and and so I would say if you're social engineered, that's that's where that's who's calling the shots. That's who's who's giving
1: you the information that you're making your decisions upon. What will happen to the NPCs on Earth? Hmm. I think there's. I think these. There's a
0: lot of things that can happen. Some of them can wake up and all of a sudden have a huge awakening and uh, shift. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different things, and some are just gonna. Best way I can explain it: there's an upward spiral and a downward spiral, and people that are aligned with the beast and. These controllers and everything else are on the downward spiral. It spirals down into oblivion and is done with. The upward spiral are those who practice a loving, joyous life in harmony with each other and nature, and they have a really good spiritual connection. Those are on the upward spiral, and they're going to continue. Now, the PCs or NPCs, whatever they they uh, are are. They're not on the upward spiral, so they're, they're, they're just going to probably go with when the downward spiral goes. They're not going to be able to function. So we either raise our frequencies and go with the earth and its ascension process, or
1: we're not going to be functioning down here. Can a flesh and blood human sustain life without a soul? A flesh and
0: blood human, uh, I wouldn't call it human. If it doesn't have a soul, I wouldn't call it human. Uh, it would be something else. Um, There are ceremonies being done where they're actually doing soul transfers and we're bringing some very dark things into vessels they've created and things like, it's really ugly. (laughs) And that can happen. They can bring in, you know, the the whole 4D is full of these beings. The lower 4D, they have a lot of wretched entities there would love to jump in and and, uh, come back to Earth and wreak havoc again, but the Earth is moving outside of their ability to incarnate or return, and so even in a clone, they're going to f- fall apart. They're not going to function, and uh, and so that uh, it's it's goes back to that
1: shift that's happening. Is the feminine and masculine energy in the soul, or is it in energies just on each side of the body? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Here's the way it was taught to me
0: that. When you start off, you have whatever they call a monad or something. You're, you're, you're neither male nor female. You're coming from the creator, and then the split happens. And the first split was when you have – that's where your soulmate or your divine twin or twin flame or all they have all these names for it comes from. is when you do the split, it splits into male, female, positive, negative. You have to have that for creation. So you have to have the two polarities for creation to happen. And, and that split. Now, when you go back into, let's say, as you move up the vibration continuum, gender is not really that that important. Neither is identity or name or your consciousness and energy. And as you move up to the higher levels, you're pure conscious and energy and actually beings merged like Ezekiel, which is Ezekiel and Kaseya. merged together and became one so gender and identity and all that stuff isn't important because you're just pure consciousness and energy in the higher dimension so when you're down in the you know like the sixth and the the fifth and especially the fourth there's a lot of identity and a lot of polarization going on there and uh not that it's bad i mean i i that's how creation happens. You bring positive and negative together and it's a good thing. Uh, a lot of the, you know, they have this thing about the toxic male or there's a toxic female out there too. You know, they're both and toxic is toxic. And so when you look at the divine masculine and the divine feminine, uh, they can express here in 3D and be connected to 7D and be drawing from 7D consciousness here in
1: 3D. And that's what we want to get to. That's heaven on earth is it possible to remove either the feminine or masculine energy from the body soul? And if so, can you get them back? You know, you you can believe that there's
0: always a line, believe, and you can express that belief and you can create that reality because that's a reality that you chose to believe in. (laughs) So it's kind of a, interesting thing, but uh, I don't think you can totally get rid of the masculine energy out of the male or the the feminine energy out of the female. Uh, There are hermaphrodites every once in a while. It's quite rare. You know, there's people that are born with both sexes, but
1: still both those sexes are there. You can't really get rid of them. I'm struggling a bit with the 5D frequency concept with respect to the physical body. Is it all spiritual and inner work, focus, release density and hold more light, and your body will follow? Would you explain your understanding of how the physical body attains and functions in 5D?
0: Yeah, 5D is really interesting. The, uh, the, the rules are different. As you move up the dimensions, the rules are different. The physics are different. You know, everything's different. So when we try to put that in our words, it's hard to do. Do you uh, have a it's...
1: body in 5D?
0: Yeah, you can have a body in five D, and uh, okay, the best way I can explain is, is is we're here in three D. This is three D right here. The reason I can put my hand on this table is because this table is is in third density, and, and so is my arm. Now, if I was if I was a four D person, my arm would go right through the table. But if there was a 40 table here, my hand would be sitting right on top of the table like this table. So so everything is as physical to the body on that dimension, on that dimension. So but things are a lot more flexible and a lot more fluid and a lot more. They're not f- as fixed as you move up through the dimension. So it's a matter of less dense physical that keeps getting less dense physical. And then pretty soon you're just into energy and then you're into more consciousness, and then your our uh, light, and then consciousness. So uh, uh, that's kind of the way it works. But I mean, the Andromedans have magnetized light ships, and they have magnetized light bodies, and their world is is a holographic world of light. And those are the really advanced Andromedans. There's other Andromedans that are not as evolved. So Andromeda is a big system. There's a lot of different beings in there. So that's the best
1: way I can explain it. Please talk about if the Earth is round or not, and then someone else says the better question would be, "What is Earth exactly?" Interesting. Um, I want to go back
0: to their question a little bit okay, because sorry. I don't think I fully answered that one. What was her question again? I remember. Um, oh, okay. Basically, the way you ascend and you go into five D is we got a major rainstorm. You hear that noise in the background. Uh, what's going on is that. You don't ascend by wanting to leave and get out of here and judging everything as ungodly. That's the opposite. The way you ascend is by loving everything, everyone, mastering judgment, and loving yourself down to every atom, every soul, every, every cell, every atom of your body. And, and uh, when you do that and you see God in everyone, you see the creator in all creation, then you ascend. And that's, that's the ascension process. So we've been kind of taught backwards. The ascension process, but you know when you see something like you know, if you see a, a crazy drunk guy flipping out and everything, the, the enlightened approach would be, Oh, look, there's God expressing itself as an angry, drunk, crazy person, you know, <laughs> and then you have no attachment to it. And whoever's going to run into that guy may need to run into that guy for their lesson because nobody knows what another soul needs for evolution. And so, you know, oh that guy was an idiot, you know, he ran into that guy, he should have avoided him. Well, maybe not. Maybe the guy is a brilliant master, and he had one less thing, and that was to deal with an angry drunk that he judged in a past life that took him out or harmed him. So, it, it, you know what I mean? It's you can't, you don't know, you don't know what another soul needs for completion. So, and that's one way you master judgment is by just staying in your bliss, staying in your heart, and uh, and see the creator in all creation, including yourself, and that's when you ascend. Round or flat. round or flat yeah here we go again uh i've written about this in my books most planets are birthed from suns and they find a cradle orbit and they start to cool and the heavier metals that are the dense a lot of the denser uh things will be spun there through centrifugal force and starts to form a crust and they start adding uh water and other materials from uh you know, star stardust and things like that, and they they become a planet, and uh, and that's the way Earths are formed. And there's they start off as a hot gaseous ball of energy that starts cooling, and and so you know this is going to mess up a lot of programs. But there's we know we have we have spaces where planets are birthed. Some planets blew up, and now they're asteroid belts, and they're in a sequence. And, and we go. Oh, there's no planet there, but there's an asteroid belt. Because that that planet blew up. Probably a nasty war or something happened there. Who knows? And we we've done that in our solar system. We've blown up with a couple of planets, but became our 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 own fields, our asteroid belts. But uh, but anyway, uh, that's my understanding. And I've, I've been told that some of the highest masters on how planets are born and how they uh, come into being. So it, it doesn't add up to a fake, a flat Earth. And I think it's funny when you see all the planets together, you know, and you see all these planets, it's round, 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 and Earth's flat, and then round, 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 <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, and the lunar eclipses, all that stuff, you know, it'd be flat. It wouldn't be a round eclipse, you know, when you saw it. So, uh, uh, you know, all that stuff, you wouldn't have a, the moon a crested moon if the earth was flat uh unless it was round flat and round it was turned just right
1: i you know it's just c- common sense i i just feel that's a sigh out myself too. I've been reading your book about Ezekiel titled Reunion with Source. I like his explanation about the ancient teachings and clarifications of ancient biblical stories. Mm-hmm. My question is, have you had any recent interactions with Ezekiel on this current earth ascension process?
0: Not every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we work every day. I mean, we're constantly doing clarions and working with different beings. We had an inner earth being come in yesterday. Beautiful. Uh, was it? Mia, Mia, yeah, Mia. Her name was Mia, and uh, we have a lot of the Orion Council of Light beings, which are very involved in the Planetary Liberation because they went through the wars and were victorious in their system, and they know how to deal with this. Uh, we work a lot with the Syrians, the Pleiadians. The we ha- we don't work a lot with Arcturians. It's kind of interesting how they've kind of because we've been working so close with the other ones that that we ha- there's a mission here, and so they kind of. They pop in now and then, but, uh, we, but we use, yeah, we, what we've seen is coming up a lot for people is a very strong played in, um, Orion and Syrian past life connections. A lot of people incarnated from those systems here to help with this time. And there's an old saying creators given its best for this time. And, uh, and I think that's, uh, that's what's happening. I mean, there's masters incarnating like crazy, and and they're here to help shift. You know, with this big shift.
1: I don't know what time we're we're getting close to. Um, we've still got about uh, fifteen minutes. We got fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah. great. Are there higher dimensional tigers? Can you elaborate on the felines' mission helping us?
0: Yeah, the felines have a lot of different groups. Um I know. I've experienced, and I've experienced, there are some beings that look like tigers in 4D. I think anything goes in 4D. Um, the main ones we've been working with are 5, 6, and 7D felines that are um, uh, like Bagheet. Bagheet is a, a humanoid feline. She's looks more human than, than feline, or pretty close to half and half. Beautiful being, very they're very elegant. They're very graceful. They they can move like the wind. They're gone. They can go down on all fours and just scream, you know. And, and uh b- beautiful beings. I love these beings. And then there's the um, they're more like an upright panther type being, and they're healers that they, they have, and these are all throughout history. You can go back and find them in ancient history, they talk about them. And the one we most hear about are the, the lion beans. and those are all throughout India, the Narisha uh, and in Egypt, segment, and uh, and they're all they're all throughout history. They're, they're digging up statues of these beings, and you know, segment there's 14 foot tall statue, which is pretty correct. But uh, and these beings were the connect, they were the the, the protectors of the gods. Is what they were. That's what they're kind of known as. And they were protecting the ancient Lyrians that came here, and then they fell. And when they fell, the the benevolent they stayed with the benevolent ones, and they that group took off and left and went back. And then the uh, um, the fallen ones stayed here on the Anunnaki. You know, the, this Anunnaki story. And so uh, they left because they said, "We can't work with you uh, because you're you're." You've fallen from universal law and they have a strict code. And so we can't, they said, we can't stay, we can't work with you anymore because, you know, we we can't do your bidding, anything outside of universal law. So lime beans are beautiful. They're they're summer. The males are 17 feet tall. They're very intimidating. They can be Um, when they appear to you. Uh, they they usually act really goofy, so you don't get intimidated. They do little dances and move around. It's really funny <laughs> watching them because they are. They can be very intimidating. I mean, their heads are are massive, and so uh, uh, they've come into our to a lot of the workshops I've done. They'll come in and people actually see them. They'll see a tail go by, you know,
1: they get really or, hot. or
0: a kneecap, or they get really hot, you know, and they go, oh my. All of a sudden, you hear this, oh my God, you know, and they go, they're huge, you know. And then they start getting goofy so people don't get intimidated.
1: Do you believe there are many f- feline star seeds incarnated on Earth at this time? A lot of feline star seeds are incarnated on this Earth right now. That comes
0: up a lot. A lot of Palladians have incarnated. There's a lot of Orion counts of light beings that have come here for the planetary liberation that have reincarnated. Um, you know, Andromedans, Arcturians, all of them have uh, have a lot of them incarnate these kids coming in right now. A lot of them they have different names, indigo kid, you know, the blue kids, uh, they, have, they have different rainbow kids and a lot of these people are incarnated from these you can actually see it and you can feel it in their energy fields. You can feel where they came in from. It'd be good for parents to know that, to know where their kids uh came in from and why they're here. You know, that's The Pleiadians, when they raise their kids, they have very gifted like counselors that actually know the sole purpose of that kid. And they give them everything they can, they need to become, reach their highest potential. And then they take them up in their ships and they power up the ships and become a light principle. And they have a near-death experience basically on these ships. And when they power them back down, they come in, they know they're connected to everything and everyone and they're in pure service mode. And uh, so they took a quantum leap in evolution. It's something we need to start doing with the kids is, is having the counselors can, can find out what that kid's uh, sole purpose is and help them, you know, reach their highest potential in that direction and give them a kind of a rounded
1: education. Any knowledge about the black Knight satellite? Uh, I don't know much about the bill. I mean, I know it exists. It's been around for a
0: long time. It's just kind of sitting there. I I don't know. I don't know what we've, I don't know if we've tried to bag it or anything else. I have no idea what's. I heard about this so long ago that uh, I just, uh, I figure it's up there doing
1: its thing, whatever that is. Uh, it may be activated to do something in the future. Who knows? Do you think the arcs around the world are going to be used to repopulate the world? in case of a mass extinction?
0: I think they can. Uh, The ARCs have the DNA, the genetics of almost everything that ever was on this planet. And so if it comes to that, there's other places where that's stored. There's whole planets that are zoos that they have. They're like galactic zoos where the DNA is preserved. And so all that's been preserved if something happens. But uh, I don't, I think they can also prevent a lot of that uh, as well by through frequency. So when they activate, you know, they might raise the frequency. I've also been told there's some great ships that are, that are here that can sit in in on these certain points on the earth. They're like acupuncture points. And when they power up, the earth will raise in frequency. So there's so many – and the people can raise in frequency and raise – There's so many ways of of raising your frequency and going into 5D that, uh, uh,
1: and, and, you know, one person that does it affects millions. Do you think the ARCs themselves are uh, frequency specific so that they can't be used for nefarious reasons?
0: I think the ARCs are tied into certain DNA patterns that can't, I don't think if you're at a certain, I think you have to be of a certain certain frequency
1: and have, certain DNA to actually work with them and activate them. Is there anything positive you can share regarding the healing therapy of the rescued children?
0: Yeah, the rescued children. That's an interesting one. Um, I guess we're talking about all the child trafficking and adrenochrome and, and Oh God, the, it's hideous what's happened there. And I know they have they have the medbed type technologies that they can help them with. They have a lot of things. Some sometimes when they go in there, they just have to, it's too bad. You know, they have to, it's it's really sad. I hate even talking about this, but uh uh it's a, again, it goes back to frequency and you can heal the trauma with frequency. But I just to me I, it's hard for me to understand how someone going through what they've had to experience and everything, bringing them back to a hundred percent. I don't know if that probably bring them up to a certain level, but uh, maybe they can. I don't know. Do you think some of them
1: have gone
0: off planet somewhere? Yeah. I think a lot of them have been taken off planet and healed and, uh, and they're, they probably hopefully, it's good to gain the wisdom from any experience and have it settle in the soul. But some of that stuff is so traumatic. I, I I just have no sympathy for the people that are involved in that. I I don't think they have a right to life anymore because they've they've given that up by taking others, taking so many other lives, especially the children. You know, people go, that's really unspiritual, you know. And I go, well, you know, they they kind of gave up that right, you know, when they started taking the lives of children, and and that, you know, any master is going to draw the line on when you start harming children. They're going to say. No, that's a no-no. You know, you, you're you're toast. You know, if you do that.
1: Yeah. Do you think good factions of the families, Dragon Dragon Family E.T. AI, are playing a part in turning things around in regard to the financial system? You know, that's an interesting story because, you know, there's
0: this whole. I've heard 10 different stories about the financial system and, and by reputable people that I believe in. And, and some say it's been mirrored and there's a quantum system. It's not the QFS, it's actually another one. But when things go down, and when the when the power shifts from the feds and goes back to the treasury and goes back to this system, we'll be in a more fair system. And that that all of our accounts are mirrored in these systems, and then there's other people saying that we're going to lose everything if you have money in the bank, get it out, and and uh, do this and that. And I think it's it's good to prepare for any possibility. It could go either way, but uh, uh, I don't. I think it's too far. My gut feeling is 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 the White Hats got this, and they they are setting things up to where this shift is not going to, but they have to expose the other guys. And part of that exposure is letting their system fail. So a new system can come in. So it's, it's pretty tricky, but, you know, I I was told that a lot of these like Jasara and things like that are in place, but when are they going to pull the trigger? When are we going to go back to common law and away from this legal system, which is unlawful, you know, all of those things you know, people have to educate themselves and rise up and realize that, you know, God's law is the ultimate law, and the ultimate laws do no harm. And if you've done no harm, they don't have any right to, to impede you or, or uh, incarcerate you or anything else. So, so that's the main thing, you know, get back to basics.
1: Why is disclosure happening now? At the same time, giants are awakening, arcs are activating, governments are in chaos, financial crash coming, new tech coming <laughs> out, etc. Is it because we're ready? or because cedars returned, or some foreseen event we are being protected from. Do you have any insights? All 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 the above. (laughs) It's all connected, disclosure.
0: It's just the truth is surfacing, and we've been lied to about everything, our origins, our our connections to creator and who creator is, and all that stuff. uh, We've been lied to, and uh, social engineered, we've been Religiously programmed, societally programmed, politically programmed. Uh, our archaeology is is nonsense. You know, our history is nonsense. We, you know, everything. So all that is surfacing, and as that surfaces, and people go, "Oh, wait a second! The Earth has been colonized several times." In the past, you know, that people had to start with primitives because of major cataclysms and they go, well, where are they now? You know, and then all of a sudden, oh, they're here. You know, it's like it's it's like an evolutionary process and it's all tied in together. And eventually the lies will, on you know, will implode on themselves and the truth will come forward. And it's it's all it's all connected. It's all connected together.
1: Are there animals in higher dimensions? What about insects?
0: Yeah, definitely. Animals, insects, a lot of things are all in higher dimensions. You know, everything has a soul. Even a rock has a soul. People have a hard time with that, but everything is conscious. So it's just, they're different on the other planes and
1: dimensions. I
0: don't know where we're at in time. We're
1: good. Oh, we've got five more minutes. Five more minutes. Good. Okay. Okay. Um, I know you talked about the weather balloons uh, in the beginning. Um, Do you think they're a wake up call for the world? To sky events that trigger martial law. I think the my
0: personal thing on the weather balloons is that there's something else going on there, and uh, we know you know Biden's in, in China's back pocket, and he'd be the one giving the order, right, to shoot it down or not yeah. shoot it down. And so uh, that's <laughs> really, so there you go. I mean that it's showing us right now who's in whose back pocket and who's. Because if that was anybody else or any other time, that balloon wouldn't even made it into our airspace,
1: and so I,
0: I know uh I know Trump wouldn't allow it he'd knock it down. Oh, yeah. you know he'd say, "Hey, you know we we don't have borders, we don't have sovereign space above our sky. We don't have anything with the present administration. It's like a big
1: sieve. you know if you got enough money, you get in. Do you know anything about this false earth dome that is crumbling? Is it part of the skeleton of the matrix? And if so, when do you think it will collapse? Hmm. I don't know what the false dome is, to be honest with you. Um, I've heard a lot of stories. There are
0: shields up, there are uh, frequencies set into place. There's a lot of protection going on right now. that's happening. If that's what the dome is, I, I it just depends on your interpretation of what what those fields are and their shields are. But uh, um, a lot of that, uh, what I what I was told is that one day we're going to realize how much we've been suppressed, how much we've been controlled, and that's when these these systems collapse, and everybody's going to go, "Wow!" All of a sudden, they're going to go, "I feel great." You know what's and these old programs are going to collapse and the technologies around them and everything. And there there are systems in place. People don't know this, but in Russia and several places on the Earth, there are systems in place that if a really large meteor comes in, these things activate and knock them down. And our ancestors left these things. And from what I understand, that in Russia, they're still there. They left them. They didn't bother with them. And we dismantled them and tried to figure out how to make our own. Weapons or something, but uh, I've heard all these different stories. But there's some. We got to get away from this war stance and this conquering others and control programs. It's it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a disease, you know, that we have to. To better not a vaccine that'll eliminate (laughs) greed. I know greed and (laughs) againstness. You know, let's get one of those going. But
1: uh, here's a good last question. I have never seen a UFO. Do I need night vision goggles? No, I mean. <laughs> we,
0: we see the UFOs and then we pick the goggles up and like it's not it's the other way around. And when I'm filming, I don't have my camera on trying to find the UFOs. I'm I'm waiting till I see them. I see them with my eyes. And these things are coming in treetop level. Our neighbor here over here is <laughs> he thought one of them took out some trees there and it came over so low and uh he thought he thought for sure there was a crash or something and some trees broke you know so um no when you see these they're they're uh undeniable you you can't you can't i mean there's a lot up there there's a lot of stuff flying around up there but these big light ships when they come in there's no way you can deny them i mean they're massive they power up they can white out your whole screen uh and they're they're flying behind the trees they're going every direction there's too many of them if you talk to any scientist, they'll go oh that's the space station or that's and they even tell you oh that's the shuttle and you go uh you know the shuttle's been grounded right you know that oh oh yeah you know it's like and these And then you go, oh, by the way, this thing's landed on the mountain, and one came out of the mountain, one landed in the mountain, it's morphed into four ships back again, and when it took off, a jet chased it, and you're saying that's a meteor, or that's a satellite, and I said, so how do satellites maintain trajectory when they land on the mountain, I mean, you know, where's where's the common sense, come on guys, you know, it's just like, this this cover up is over with. It's done. It's bury it. You know, it's over with. It's dead. You know, and, and now we need to move on to who they are, why they're here, and how they can help us uh, to evolve into a peace loving uh, race. Basically, that's what we need to start looking at now. It's like, what do they have to bring to the table? Do they have healing technology? Do they have energy technology that can restore the environment, restore the earth? Do they have higher conscience and energy that they can share with us? Do they have knowledge and wisdom of the multiverse and who's who in the multiverse? I mean, all these things, that's the questions we should be answer- asking, not was Roswell real? Uh, do UFOs exist? Uh, when farmer Bob was feeding his pigs, he shot, saw, a, <laughs> and then the cop chased the, the ship, down the road and there's two people that saw it so it's real it's like come on guys this is old this is so old it's old news we know who's on the ships we know them by name we know their cultures we know what they have to offer and it's time for us to rise to the occasion and and start hanging out with them so anyway we're out of time unfortunately folks so uh anyway i i <laughs> You know, I hope uh, a lot of this resonates with you and it's all about frequency. So uh, keep an open mind, loving heart and pure intent and practice loving detachment because you're going to see a lot of chaos and a lot of crazy stuff coming up in the future. And so you got to find your center and get out in nature, take your shoes off and, and just let it run its course. Anyway, James Killen, have a great evening and we'll see you next Saturday. Good night. (laughs) Yeah.